Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show, Thursday edition. Woo, can't believe it's already Thursday. Thirsty Thursday, too. Ooh. We're giving away 24 packs of Mountain Dew on the 7s. That's all. <laughs> Not, okay. left on the 7s. Uh, what a dork. Listen, when you grew up in Pittsburgh listening to B94, or as they would have the callers say, B94, it was so obnoxious, it was wonderful. Oh my God, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, they were giving away, I've said this a thousand times on the show, but they used to give away cubes of Mountain Dew or Pepsi products. Those, that's a 24-pack, which meant if you were listening in, let's say, New Kensington, you would have to drive in to the city. And so it was probably about 40, maybe 50 miles round trip to pick up what at the time was a four, this is true, a $4.99 24-pack uh, of pop. What a dumb prize for a market that size. People loved it, though. I mean, so weird. at least the teenager in me did. You know, like the young child was like, oh, my gosh, it'd be so sweet to win some Mountain Dew. Oh Here's some nostalgia for you, Steve. Oh, hit me now. Today's hit music. Today's hit music. B94. Yeah. Oh, yes. Here's a fun fact. I applied for a job at that radio station, and I got a call back. Oh, you did? Yes, and they were very interested. What if I would have been living in PA? I know. Listening what? to you. Right. Wow, that would have been weird. Instead, it was John, Dave, Bubba, and Shelley. That was the uh, that was the the morning show that they had. Got it. I did not apply for mornings though. John Klein, Banana Don. Banana Don. You could have been spinning that Sugar Ray, Donna. Oh man. You ever you, have you ever heard of? Uh, hi, everybody. Um, welcome. Did we already say welcome? Yeah, I think we. Uh, yeah, did. and this is my talk. One of seven one. Thank you. That's Donna. This is Steve. No, no, uh, no. Banana Don here. Holly Roberts is running the board. Um, there was a guy named Barry Beck on Variety 96 before it came, b- before it became a Kiss FM in Pittsburgh. It was Variety 96, which of course as kids, it was like, come on, man, we just need the hits. But Barry Beck was their morning guy and he would call and do prank calls. And I just thought this is the most daring thing that a human could do. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was great. That's so funny. The most anyway, daring thing. Um, you need to best. know the state of mind that Donna Valentine is going to be in today. Um, when D-Bone has technology problems, it is not a great thing. It's not a great thing for any of us. But for mm-hmm. Donna, it, I think it's, it particularly strikes a nerve. Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. her, she brought her computer in from home yesterday hoping it would be a small problem. IT fixes it quick and everything is good. But then they said the motherboard. That is the worst possible diagnosis a computer can have. I didn't even think to ask somebody here. I brought it in to a micro center. Oh, when you were talking about it yesterday, I thought you meant you were just running it over to IT here. No. Because you do a lot of work on it from home here. I was like, oh, I should have done that. No, I just brought it in so it wouldn't sit in my my car in the heat. Mm. See what I'm saying? Queen. I mean... 
All right, I need advice. When your motherboard goes, do you just get a brand new computer or do you pay the $400 to replace the motherboard? I think this is very similar to when a transmission goes in a car. If you have enough miles on the car and the transmission goes, sure, you could pay $4,000. Now you have a new transmission. Right. But you kind of have an old car with a new transmission. And maybe if the functionality had already been suffering, maybe it's time to just spend, you know, $1,000 and get a brand new machine. Donna, I got a new computer in the past month, and it is a game changer. Okay. All right. You convinced me. Thank you. I already told the guy. Well, I already told the guy. I go, I'm just going to buy a new one. But I I thought if you guys convinced me otherwise, I would do whatever you said. Holly, here's what's strange about Donna. Donna, if you try to get, if you try to convince her to watch a show, she'll disingenuously say, I'll put it on the list and then nothing will happen. If you say, do you know that people say that you should only have knives with plastic handles? She'll go get a set today. <laughs> She is impressionable when it has nothing to do with arts and entertainment. It's very bizarre. Got it. I know. It's when I'm mostly when I'm asking a question and I don't know the answer. I'm like, I'm going to do whatever you say to do. <laughs> like, I'm just going to convince myself that whatever you say is right. The other thing is I'm texting people left and right. And I keep getting messages from my phone that say you're off. You're offline, not deliverable. Hmm. You're offline. I'm like, what does that mean? Not only and, that, ugh. and you know. So then I'm getting a text. I text Donna. She's texting me. Then I text her back this morning, and I'm saying, okay, um, here's some changes. Blah 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 blah. And now I have two back to back text messages, one from Donna Valentine, and then one from some iCloud account. Like what and is so, that? I don't know. And then you're texting me later, and I'm like, wait, I already updated you on this, and now I'm getting iCloud things. I just feel like sometimes. When it rains, it pours when technology goes left to center. My streaming at home is all wonky. Can't get a human being on the phone to help me. Oh, here she goes. Here now. Uh, All right. Did you try unplugging it and plugging it back in, I hate you right now. Okay. Then it works. Yes. (laughs) It works for a while, and then it does it again. Oh, dear. Oh, man. I am just... You need uh, a weekend wait, at the cabin off the till, grid. Right? You're so right. Wait till the robots take over. I'm going to lose my you-know-what. Boy, we were just talking about robot takeovers uh, this morning. Uh, I was having a conversation about voiceover artists that you can get, uh, editing, all this kind of crazy stuff. By the way, we have a couple of AI stories today. One from Darius Rucker, his thoughts <laughs> on using a little AI to help him write. Mm-mm. But then it, an interesting story that I read this article a couple of days ago. We didn't get to it yesterday. Paul McCartney using artificial intelligence. We don't like this. But he Mm -hmm. is doing it for a purpose that I actually am good with. I think it's kind of cool what he's doing. Oh, really? In a sense, bringing John Lennon back. But there's a little heart behind it. So we'll get to those stories in the beat today at 10 o'clock. We're going to do Throwback Thursday Music Trivia at 1130. We will do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today at uh, 1030. Oh, at 930 to quadruple tease this show. I asked a question because there's a little thing about Heinz. Heinz wants you to like uh, keep your ketchup packets this summer. We'll tell you why at 930. But then it made me think, if somebody went through your kitchen drawers and your kitchen cupboards, mm. what, what would they be surprised to find so many of? And so I asked okay. this question on my Facebook page. We've got a lot of the condiments got me thinking in that direction, the Heinz story. So we'll do that at 930. But if you want to email us in the meantime, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. You can. You can go to my 
Facebook page. I think it's at the Steve Patterson on Facebook. You can answer there. But we have some fun responses coming in. So All right. we'll do that. I love it. Uh, when we come back, I taste tested a new show. Not sure what I think about it. Maybe you've heard of it. I'll tell you what it is when okay. we come right back on my talk. Hey guys, it's Donna for Spire Credit Union. You know, Spire has loans for pretty much any purpose, like new or used vehicles. They offer low rates so you can get more car for your money. Not to mention uh, extended warranty plans with better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealer offers. Spire has been around since the 1930s. They love to give back to the community. Uh, In the month of June, for example, Spire is teaming up with champion wrestler Gable Stevenson to collect shoes and clothing for patients at Regions Hospital who are unhoused or who have limited resources. So these donated items, which you could bring to any location of Spire, They allow these patients to leave the hospital in comfort and with dignity. Most uh, needed items this time of year, tennis shoes, slip-on shoes, sweatshirts, sweatpants, tees, and other basics. Uh, And you can find out more, by the way, about that and auto loans and other loans at myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Good morning. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine here. Steve Patterson over there. Greetings. Holly Roberts hanging too. Yeah. Woo. So Matt Belanger uh, was in for you on Monday. That's right. And he was talking about a show that he took a little test drive of on Apple TV Plus. And I thought, mm, maybe I'll dabble. Because, hmm. it's, you know, it's kind of buzzy right now. You hear people sure. talking about it. It's called The Crowded Room. And it stars Tom Holland. Yes. I don't know if all the critics are loving this show or not. But I think this could be, like, kind of a pivotal career move for him. Well, it's certainly a much more serious than Spider-Man. Exactly. It appears to be. Yes, it's it is serious. I my roommate spoiled it for me and told me what it's about. Awesome. As in something that I had not yet figured out. Oh. But he was like, "Did you read anything?" I'm like, "Wait, are you going to tell me?" He's like, "Do you want to know?" I'm like, "Well, maybe. I don't know if I'm going to finish this." Okay, go ahead. And then he told me, and I was like, "Ah." No, anybody who read the book will already know what this is about but tom holland uh is in uh late 70s new york and he stars as a guy named danny sullivan who is kind of a trip a troubled guy and he attempts a shooting at rockefeller center and can't do it himself and then things happen he finds himself incarcerated and now we take a look back at you know, as he we go from like the interrogation room, he's being interrogated by uh, Amanda Seyfried. She's mm-hmm. playing an investigator. So we go from that to things that had happened to him leading up to that. So a little back and forth uh, between that room and then his adolescence and then adulthood, yada, yada. I just, I don't, I don't know. Now I'm intrigued. I Which a split split reviews too thirty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes from critics wow ninety percent ninety percent 
average audience score. The, and we oh. should mention that Tom Holland looks like Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker. Yes, he does. In this. Yes, very dated. The hair. I the just, hair. I don't, I think that's part of the distraction for me mm. is how he looks. Like it's a little too try hard. You know, he's, it looks like his hair is dyed or he's wearing a wig. And that is distracting to me. But, looks like an interesting concept, though. You know, because maybe not all is what it seems right with the uh, the event that takes place in Manhattan. And then if they're jumping back and forth from the interrogation room to events leading up to it, if that's kind of how they're doing yeah. it, it seems that's like an interesting jumping off point. I'm surprised that you're not going to want to. I'll watch it. it. It'll be a slow watch for me. I think there's only three episodes out right now and I watch two. So, Holly, have you tried it? I haven't tried it yet. Uh, but from your review, Donna, not really itching to start it because it doesn't <laughs> sound like you're really interested in finishing it. I'm not it. loving it. Although, Holly, may I offer this? Yeah. If you listen um, in their entirety it, it, to any of Donna's reviews, she can simultaneously, in the same review, talk me into and out of it. <laughs> In, in both decidedly opinionated ways, too. So, like, it was interesting, and it's sort of, I like how they're telling the story. I just don't know what the point of them even doing this movie is, though. No! But Tom it's Holland, is, it, it's really tough to get a hold of. Well, sometimes I think the performance is better than the actual story. For sure. For sure. That, that's that's a thing. Yes, indeed. And that happens a lot with me. I'm like, I, I really love how well it's acted, but God... The story. Sometimes that's not enough. Right. I'll, I'll finish. I'll, I'll I'll dabble. I'll watch it weekly. What's your timeline on that? Mm, good question, because I don't know when all the episodes will be released. So I'm thinking it'll last a few weeks. Labor Day. <laughs> I will finish it. I will. I will be on my phone while I'm watching it. See, okay. We have to get you. Is there a way that we could get you uh, registered as a critic on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> or at least a super user for the audience scores? Because I just want more people throughout the world to be able to hear. Because they, a lot of people might really enjoy. I, I could see you getting. if if this. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. If these were movie reviews, television reviews, streaming reviews on Reddit, you would get a lot of up buttons or whatever they do on yeah. Reddit. They'd be like, yeah, up that. We put that higher. Just because it's just movie posters need you. The acting was wonderful, but the story, meh. That's, that, that, we need more of that. I, well, I'm trying to be honest, you know? Like when I say, it's just too dark. You know what I mean. You mean the actual image on your screen the is sucks. too dark. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. I'm not like, the content. Hey, why is everything so dark? She can deal with anything. She's been Dateline desensitized. This woman doesn't oh, care boy. what sort of crime you throw at her. She's <laughs> like, I don't care. Just tell me how this ends. 
But if you so much as turn it down from vivid screen setting to mm-hmm. movie setting, Mm-mm. she will lose her mind. Yeah, me no likey. All right, bye. The Crowded Room, Apple TV Plus, if you wanted to Apple. No, Netflix is doing something kind of cool. And this is kind of cool for Chef Ann Kim, uh, who's local, who was in Chef's Table on Netflix. And it was really cool to see her in the spotlight. Netflix is evidently uh, going to do a pop-up restaurant. And it's called Netflix Bites. What? And it's going to feature chefs from various Netflix cooking series, such as the aforementioned Chef's Table, also from Nailed It, and Iron Chef, Quest for an Iron Legend. Huh. Now, they've done, Netflix has done immersive experiences before. Um, TechCrunch writes that they, you know, they did some stuff with Stranger Things before. They've done some pop-up immersive things with Squid Game, with Bridgerton, with Money Heist. But this is the first time that Netflix is going to step into the restaurant business. Interesting. So, if you go there, uh, you will be able to taste food from um, Iron Chef, Quest for an Iron Legend, Chefs Curtis Stone, oh. Dominique Kren, Ming Tsai, and uh, local Andrew Zimmern, as well as Rodney Scott and Ann Kim from Chef's Table, and pastry chef Jacques Torres, who is the head judge from Nailed It. And uh, there will be some other participating stars as well from some Netflix shows. Can you repeat where this is Going this to is going to be in, I believe, the uh, City of Angels. Okay. Um, because you're calling it a pop-up, but it looks like, like when you say pop-up, I think of Putting temporary, a tent up yes. and a tailgating or something like that. This is actually set at a, uh, a, at a hotel. The hotel is called Short Stories Hotel. Okay. And it's uh, just down the road from the Grove where Netflix opened its first pop-up retail store. In 2022, so it, it almost sounds like this hotel um, is just set up for something like this. That they can they can be a full blown hotel at sometimes, and then other times when maybe a client, big name like Netflix, wants to rent it out to tell their own short story. Um, I might be going a little too you know deep on really what's behind their title, but maybe it's that. It's like we can be a hotel, and we can also be a pop up. We could be a restaurant if you want us to be a restaurant. We mm. could be an immersive experience about the new show that's coming out on Netflix. And so, kind of clever. Yeah, it is. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's going to be opening uh, this summer. In uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. If you're a foodie and you're a Netflix foodie at that, and you're going to be in LA <laughs> at that, if you check all of those boxes, we've got the uh, the place for you. So anyway, all right, Donna. Yes. We have two and a half more hours of the show. All right. When we come back, we ask this question. If somebody went through all of your kitchen cupboards and drawers, what would be what would they be surprised to find so many of that next? Hey guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm-hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by Tria. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit Tria.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria. 
Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I like the question you posed before the break. It's interesting. It is. I'm getting a lot of interesting answers, too. The question is, if someone went through all of your kitchen drawers and cupboards, what would they be surprised to find so many of? The reason that this came to mind was Donna uh, found a story about Heinz and how Heinz wants you to collect ketchup packets. So that made me think of the condiment drawer. My wife has always been a proponent of this, and I just did it for the first time the other day, and I don't even know if she noticed. I, I, I said, oh, Lou would be proud of this. We had four extra chick-fil-a sauces and if you like chick-fil-a sauce you know this is like liquid gold here and so i would normally just throw it out because i'm like just get it we're done the meal's done bye and she's like no let's keep them and let's have you know we have honey mustards over here and old leftover ketchups from mcdonald's i have to tell you that's a pet peeve of mine keeping extra things a hundred percent the packets because it feels like clutter it feels like clutter my mom used to do it uh, I see other people who have like either a bowl of them and I'm like, but you already have ketchup in your refrigerator. You already mm. have mayonnaise. What's the deal? What's the deal? <laughs> it just, it, it's odd to me that, I'm, that you have you. it at home. I get it. If you have extra, even in your car. Do you keep napkins from, uh, from McDonald's, etc. Nope. Huh. Okay. That's no. sort of my tendency too. It feels like. Feels like clutter. And then I'm like, get it out of my house. But a lot of people don't feel that way. So let's tell you what Heinz is doing, and then we'll get into this question. Heinz intentionally is trying to get you to collect their sauce packets this summer because what they're doing is releasing all these special sauce packets featuring the 50 different states. And on each of these little ketchup packets or mustard packets, there will be a state, and it will depict a food that that state is known for. Okay. And the idea is to collect as many states as you can, and then you upload photos of each of them at saucemerica.com as you go. And the more states you have, the more entries you get. So they have some smaller prizes that are worth 3 bucks up to 250 And then they have some grand prizes ranging from $500 all the way up to hundred grand. Wow. At the very least, the first 600,000 participants will automatically get a $1 off coupon that's cool. Good for any Heinz condiment at the store. Well, there's an excuse to keep collecting. Let me see if I can find, uh, before we get into your answers here. Okay. Oh, I can't find it. I was going to try to find out what uh, what Minnesota's oh, is. Well, we do have that in front of me. Oh, you do? What is Minnesota's? What's Juicy, our, what's our... Juicy Lucy Burger. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's cool. Um, I, uh, the, the, the guy from Kelly and Mark, uh, Seth, who was just in the other day, produ- uh, the producer, and was saying, hey, what's a Minnesota food that I could eat? I said, first thing that came to mind, I was like, well, Ludifus. Juicy Lucy. He had never heard of Juicy Lucy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, interesting. And he was like, what is it? What is? What do you mean? What does it do? And then we went to a restaurant, and he thought he was getting close to a Juicy Lucy, but I was like, no, 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 that, that cheese will be on top. The Juicy Lucy, the cheese is in the middle. Why didn't you go somewhere where they sell? We had, time, we had a time crunch. You know, we were, we were going from the zoo over to Valley Fair. Just leave me alone. Mm, sorry, I blew up. Now we go to the Facebook question that was all about uh, strange things. And we got some really fun answers. If somebody went through all of your kitchen drawers and cupboards, what would they be surprised to find so many of? Kelly says, my garlic press collection is out of control. What? (laughs) That's a thing? Like the invader of said drawers and cabinets would question if I was feeding the entire country of Italy with the sheer volume of garlic presses that I possess. (laughs) 
<laughs> you should know. You can't take the Sicilian out of a girl if you tried. By the way, dinner is at 6. <laughs> Meaning oh she's like, gosh, hey, door's great. always open. Come on over. Uh, Amy says random measuring cups. And why is the one cup always missing? Right? You, the the three-quarter is always hanging around, and you're like, oh, gosh, I thought this was a cup. And then you have to figure out how how forgiving is this recipe if I eyeball right. what an extra quarter of a cup would be within a three-quarter cup, which means I need a third right. of the three-quarter cup filled. But then it's thinner at the bottom, it's wider at the top, so there's a measurement that we're not taking into account as, with that as well. Hmm. Audrey had an interesting answer. They would be surprised to find that I don't have random things and I'm pretty organized. I always say I have OCD in all the wrong ways. My house will be a hot mess, but my drawers will be perfect. Oh, I'm the opposite. I think everybody's the, the opposite. The house it looks clean and orderly, but don't open the junk drawer. Because <laughs> you would not even believe your eyes. Um, Christy says I have an overabundance of those twisty, uh, twisty ties in our junk drawer. Oh, I hate those Never things. know when you might need one. I can tell you when you'll need one, never. May I have 30 seconds to say why we should get rid of bread ties? Yes. These are absolute waste, literal wastes of time. Because if every package of bread that you get, English muffins, whatever kind of bread you get, I'm here to tell you, you can keep the air out by simply folding the front part of the plastic wrapping underneath it right. and then set it back down on the counter in your bread drawer or whatever. But going through the hole, now I got to spin the bag, get it small enough so that I can either get that open mouthy squeezy thing around it or huh. if I'm actually twisting a bread tie on, what kind of time do these people have? Wow. I didn't know Sorry. you felt so strongly. Uh, Phil says, you know, you can buy Chick Chick-fil-A sauce at Walmart. We just heard about that yesterday, didn't we? Yes, um, yes, down in the cafeteria. Yes. I don't, I've never had it, so I don't know what's so special about it. It feels, I think those sauces feel more special coming out of the container, though, uh, meaning the individual packet. I don't know. It's almost like too much of a good thing isn't a good thing anymore. I'm sort of anti the, oh, now this restaurant is selling the this big tub of this. I'm like, I kind of like it at the restaurant. I like what I'm having the restaurant thing. Okay. I don't want to introduce Chick-fil-A sauce. To a bunch of other things in my world, I want oh, to dip I my see. spicy chicken. I see, into and I it. feel that way about Dunkin'. Like I like to have a cup of coffee at the actual location, but I don't want those. I don't want to make it at home. Yeah, so it's not yeah. the same. Oh, you're talking about buying it at the store, right? Uh, like a pound of yeah, Dunkin' yeah. coffee. I don't know, man. You gotta try that again. Oh, no. Give it another go. Get the whole beans. Original. Ooh, okay. They're pretty good. I've okay. never been a whole bean person. I've always been anti-grinding just out of oh, laziness. But I hear it's just really the, su- the oh, supreme way to go. Smell. Oh, it's great. Our question today is if someone went through all of your kitchen drawers and all of your kitchen cupboards, what would they be surprised to find so many of? Let me tell you what Barb said. Barb said glassware. Listen to this. 24 red for Christmas parties. 36 clear, she says, you never know when 34 people might drop by. <laughs> oh my gosh. And 36 crystal wine glasses, you can never have enough of those. And then random other glasses for every occasion. Hmm. I want to downsize her glass collection. That's I do giving me stress. I just got rid of like ah, 10 glasses at the cabin. I'm like, I can honestly say I've never used one of these glasses. And I went, you're going. Bye. Yeah. Dropped it off. Uh, This from Steve. Good morning, Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mm. Okay. No, okay. No, we don't have to. We don't have to uh, assign roles here. Uh, at my house, people would be surprised to find that the box is filled with tasty snacks are all empty. The box that's filled with tasty snacks are all empty. Oh, I see. Lazy kids. Yeah. Lazy kids just putting it back in the box. I picked up four empty candy bags the other day. I was like, oh, are there Kit Kats? <laughs> oh, are there sour gummy worms? And I'm like, guys. What's up with that? I don't know. Just what, you know, but I did it as a kid too. We would put empty milk back in the fridge. Like, mom should throw this oh, out. Oh, yeah, later. that's that's common. Uh, you know, let's... there's like this much left. It's like, throw it out. Kathy says, I have enough plates for a church potluck. Like, right now, I could just host it. Oh, Come on God. over. Uh, Maggie K says, I'm getting quite the collection of reusable straws, and they all serve different purposes. Now, that's a type A person right there because I would approach Maggie in the same way that I would approach my wife, and I would say, Hey, it just feels like we got a lot of straws here. And then Maggie K or Lou P would look at me with a look of disdain and almost disbelief of, How could you not know that these all serve individual purposes? Right. And I'm thinking, What? Or how about this? Plastic, like plastic that's in the plastic, like plastic utensils, a spoon with a napkin hmm. sealed up in a plastic. Why? Why? You might need that, Donna. No way. <laughs> I don't believe that that is a true statement. Do you know that I would prefer to never eat from silverware again or off of a uh, porcelain or glass plate? I only only want to eat off of plastic always what why sometimes i will even eat a meal if people aren't around yeah, meaning like guests i'll do this in front of my family all the time i will go into the kid drawer where we have leftover plastic straws and random plastic spoons and forks and knives and just i'll use like a pink plastic fork and eat a steak with it what's up with that i just don't like the metal in my mouth and I don't like the that every few times that somebody tries to cut something on a a, a real plate, it makes that like sharp noise, and oh, I'm like, oh, oh please! Don't. How do you cut your steak, Steve? Me, I will. Or I do have to use things. a steak knife. Okay. Yeah, okay. I can't use the Play-Doh knife for that. I never eat on anything but paper plates. In fact, if people came over, I'd be like, "You good with paper plates?" Really? Yes. Are they Chinette at least, yes. Donna? Yes. Oh. <laughs> they are. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Yes. They, so, they're not like the, the crappy ones. But Can I just offer a, an observation here, which makes this strange to me? I know. Go ahead. That feels like that would be valuable if you were in a, a household where there were four, five, six, seven, eight people there because it's like, guys, we cannot run the dishwasher twice a day. It's just madness. But if you live uh, alone, you could use your finest china, whatever, normal plates all the time, and you'll still probably only need to run your dishwasher once every second or third day, maybe. So do you, are you, you should sell your dishwasher, maybe. No, but What's I, that thing I use it there? once a week. Once a week, yeah. And things like pots and pans go in the dishwasher instead of plates. You, you People use are paper weird, all the right? time. This I is interesting. I always eat on a paper plate. I think we'll have to come back to this because we have so many fun answers. So okay. maybe a little bit later on in the show, okay. we'll dig back in. You can continue to email us at Don and Steve at MyTalk1071. And I think it's Don and Steve's show at MyTalk1071. That's it.
Um, when we come back, it'll be time to see things and say things. People saw something regarding Lady Gaga. Yeah, they're that real hard some on of the her. internet a little upset. A little bit. And then uh, Beyonce basically just made life more expensive for people in one specific country. I'll tell you what that's all about. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy from my pals over at the Canopy Group. Uh, you know what? The Canopy Group, they're just so proud of all of the graduating seniors. Maybe you've recently attended a graduation party or maybe you're hosting a graduation party soon. And they really just want to take time out to say, hey, congratulations. Whether you graduated from high school, graduated from college, uh, shout out to those students who overcame quite a lot in the last four years. And shout out to the families that supported them through that process. And so they were li- like, literally, they, they reached out and just said, stop like the normal messaging that we want people to know and just say congrats to all of the seniors out there. So from the Canopy Group to all of the graduating seniors, uh, be it from high school, be it from college, way to go from the Canopy Group. And I do want to tell you, the Canopy Group, I mean, they're ready to help you out. If you want to save money, uh, maybe the student is going off and starting to pay for their own insurance or the auto insurance, stuff like that. The Canopy Group, they can do it. They give you options. That's a recipe for savings. Check them out today, thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is the place where we encourage you to say something when you see something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Man, those little monsters can be mean. <laughs> Lady Gaga is facing criticism after teaming up with Pfizer to promote the migraine drug Nurtec. Um, are you wondering why? Donna, let me ask it. Okay. Why? I don't know. Why don't you listen to the ad and tell me what you think? I know what it's like to perform through pain. If you're like me, one of the millions suffering from pain caused by migraine, Nurtec ODT may help. It's the only medication that can treat a migraine when it strikes and prevent migraine attacks. Treat and prevent all in one. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec. Allergic reactions can occur even days after using. Most common side effects were nausea, indigestion, and stomach pain. We're in this together. Talk to a doctor about Nurtec ODT. I mean, How just dare an she? ad, right? <laughs> yeah. How dare you, Lady Gaga? So she announced this big pharma sponsorship on Instagram this week, and then she shared a photo of herself performing on stage with Nurtec's logo in the upper right-hand corner. And people were saying things like, what is wrong with this account? Where is Gaga? Who's doing this? How come our mother monster would do a sponsor for medicine? Our mother monster. Ah, This is insane. Um, Then another person said, healthcare is a human right, not a commodity to exploit for the sake of greed and wealth. I hope you will show that through the ways you use, uh, I hope you will show that through the ways you use your platform um, and privilege moving forward. This ain't it. Another, it's Pride Month and you've posted two different ads, but you don't have time to say anything about the terrifying campaign against trans rights. 
Another love you, but this is um, uh, the LGBTQ com- community is actively under attack. You know all that kind of stuff. I mean, now there were some people who being def- really hard, yeah, who defended her. You right. know, and let me. I have multiple thoughts on this. All of them, I think, brief. Uh, but first, there are so many like lazy. Stories And let me tell you, we're not asking you to stop writing them on the Internet because, frankly, it gives us something to talk about. But this is a story where, you know, you have people just going on and then perusing comments. So just so you know, you could generate a story oh, sure. about any celebrity on almost any post. You're right. If your source of information is the comments, the comments. Yeah. And we, we encountered this recently. I forget. It was a few weeks ago that there was another thing and it was all based on. The comments, and it's just kind of weak storytelling, but whatever that that is what it is, yeah, right? But um, and I know little about this situation, but I believe that Lady Gaga has throughout her life talked about um, dealing with pain, yes, fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. and migraines, and that's a part of her story. Yeah, and she's so, had to cancel shows because of being in pain. I feel like it's then okay for her to talk about that. And also, you know, just because uh, an issue is important to you doesn't mean that you get to choose your favorite celebrities who you want to be spokespeople on behalf of the thing that is the most important to you at that time. They don't have to always do that. You can always do that. You can go on your socials and and speak the good word about the thing that you're passionate about and you hold deep meaning with. Uh, but the, a little bit of that, whatever whatever the topic might be, the hey, you should be talking about this. Yeah, always feels like you know. I don't know. The, I I understand that you're then communicating. This is an important topic to me, and uh, and it would be meaningful if you spoke about again, pick and choose the topic of the moment, and. But they're still individual people that get to choose whatever they want to post about. Yeah, I mean, she could post both. She can talk about, you know, what they're suggesting and also do the ad. Yeah. Listen, I, I you know who I bet was not against it? People who suffer from migraines. Right. Yeah, migraines stink. They're and they're terrible. debilitating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get migraines, right, Holly? Yeah. I know our boss does. I know Dawn does. I've I only mean, had a migraine one time. And it was the worst headache, bar none, not even close, of my life, I rem- and I remember it. I, we were in L.A., we were looking at colleges, and I had to like cover my eyes in the, the car light. because that sunlight, uh. and it felt like the, my my head was in some kind of like a press. Oh, it wow. was like, oh, gosh, this is terrible. And then you get nauseous, Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, I don't see anything wrong with her wanting to do an ad and or something the- that she uses. Sorry to cut you off there, Donna. No. I think the thing that uh, I certainly found most offensive in all of that was them addressing her as Mother Monster. <laughs> this must stop immediately. <laughs> That's the story. I know. Uh, okay, uh. now I have this interesting thing uh, out of Sweden. This from the Morning Brew. Yesterday, Sweden reported higher than expected inflation for May, causing economists to wonder what could have kept the prices elevated. And then it hit them. Beyonce. The pop superstar kicked off her Renaissance tour in Stockholm last month, drawing 80,000-plus fans to the city's Friends Arena over two nights. In response to the influx of concert goers, hotels and restaurants raised their prices to such a degree that it boosted overall inflation. Oh, my gosh. 
it's really pretty remarkable that one person, one person's popularity, and then what happens to just all the people that are in town and restaurants are like, hey, strike while the iron's hot, that it could actually bump up inflation for the whole country. They say this is a very, very abnormal thing. It's quite astonishing for a single event. We haven't seen this before, says Danska chief economist in Sweden, Michael Gran. You still keep in contact with Michael oh, yeah. Gran. Great friends. Uh, Beyonce's tour arrives in the United States next month. That's all we know. Uh-huh. So maybe inflation is going to tick back up because of Beyonce. Wow, that's They're the beehive, right? Yes, correct. Who are the scariest fans? There's a fun question. Taylor Swift fans are pretty is scary. It, <laughs> well, the Swifties, the beehive, uh, the little monsters. I mean, these are frightening people that I don't want to be in an alley with. <laughs> There's a Selena. Uh, oh, gosh, I forget how to say that. Seleners? Oh my God! Selena Gomez fans. And then you've got the uh, the the Sheerios, the Ed Sheeran fans, the Sheerios. Is that what they're called? Sadly, yes. Are they really? They really are. Oh man, I'm one of them. Oh, did you pick the name, Donna? Nope, I didn't get a vote. You didn't have a vote. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they seem nice though. The Sheerios seem nice. I love Ed Sheeran. Love, 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 love. What about the heads? They're high. They're harmless. How about the fish people? Fish fans. Yeah. (laughs) I remember when I was a kid. Little fishies. (sighs) I have friends who tried to get me into fish, and they're like, "They're such a cool jam band, man." Yeah, same. I have a friend who's just like, "Yeah, they're coming to Red Rock, man. Let's go. We should go." So weird. And then you're like, well, I don't know. I'd have to ask for time off. And they're like, time off from what? <laughs> Work. I have a job. Oh, gnarly, bro. Oh, now I'm getting California. My bad. All right. We got to go. All right. Fine. We'll go. Uh, we'll let Holly go as well. Right. She worked the morning show and then hour one of our show. I think she deserves to step away. Sure. We will bring in the big Zamboni, yeah, Michael Lamencio. Hey, when we come back, we have a, um, an interesting story about Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney using artificial intelligence to bring John Lennon back, Mm. in a sense. Darius Rucker shares his thoughts on AI as well. Uh, So we will get into that. And coming up next hour, we also play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We hope you hang with us. This is the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk.